Luke chapter 18 tonight. Luke chapter 18, verse number 9. Luke chapter 18, verse number 9. And he spake this parable in a certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up into the temple to pray, and the one a Pharisee, the other publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus within himself, God, I thank thee that I am not like other men, as extortioners, unjust, adulterers, even as this publican. I fast twice in a week, I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off would not even lift up his, so much his eyes into heaven, but smoked upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, Jesus said this, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone that exalted himself shall be abased, and everyone that humbled himself shall be exalted. So let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight. Lord, we just ask you to touch hearts, open minds, Lord, and encourage us, lift up. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. I'm sure everyone is familiar with this parable of the Pharisee and the publican. And Jesus said in verse 10 that the man went up to the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. Both of these men were, went to the same place. Both of these men had the same purpose. Both of these men went to the temple with the purpose of prayer in mind. But as you read the parable, they had a different perspective when they got there. In this parable, one trusted in himself and the other trusted in God. And at this point in this parable, the Pharisee, no matter how, much, how good you can be, how a how, uh, uh, person can be, he's still not able to get to heaven within himself. And the other one, a publican, was a Jewish man. He was a tax collector. He, he worked for the Roman government, and most people view him as a traitor, uh, both politically and religiously, a, a wicked man, a bad man. But it also proves that the point, no matter how bad a person can be, no matter how bad uh, he can be, but he can find forgiveness and still find mercy and still uh, be washed by the blood in the only way to heaven. But I want you to notice tonight the purpose of this parable in, in verse 9. Why did Jesus give this parable in the Bible. The Bible said that he spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves. And that's what I want to do. Are you trusting in yourself tonight? Are you trusting in yourself tonight? The reason why we, we have this parable is because he's preaching to a crowd who trusted in themselves. We see their faith. He said he spake this parable unto certain, certain which trusted in themselves. The Bible is very clear that their faith is not in God. Their faith is not in Jesus. But their faith is within themselves. Can I tell you, nobody gets to heaven by trusting anything you can do with yourself. You can dress right, you can act right, you can go to church, and you can do all those things right and still die and go to hell. Salvation is not in what you and I can do. It's not in our performance, but it's in the person of Jesus Christ. We see their faith, they trusted in themselves. Then we see their foolishness, and they said they trusted in themselves that they were righteous. Isn't that foolish that uh, you could think that anybody could do enough, anybody could be enough to get them to heaven, to obtain mercy from God, to obtain salvation within themselves? Someone that can go to church and, and be in church all the time and tithe and be baptized and all these things, no matter all the good things that you do, 
still cannot get you to heaven. You can be one of the greatest Christians ever, but still not go to heaven. There, there are religious people sitting in churches today telling themselves everything's all right. I'm okay. I've never done this. I've never done that. Uh, I, I, I do this this way. I, I'm not trusting in those things but, uh, uh, to get me to heaven. Nobody goes to heaven because of the, who they trust in themselves. The Bible's clear that you must be born again. That's the way of Cain. If a man thinks that he can work his way to heaven, if a man thinks he can do something good enough to get him to heaven, then he can't. That's the false mindset that we see in this text here. There is one thing about you and if you're saved. If you know that you're saved, you know that you don't deserve to be saved. You know that that wasn't anything that you could do within yourself to be saved, but it was God and God only. You know that you do not deserve heaven. You know that you do not deserve forgiveness, but you find it in Jesus Christ. People have a lot of false ideas about religion. False religion will build you up thinking you are something that you're not. And when you get to thinking that you're something that you're not, you become like a Pharisee and you start looking down your nose on other people about what they do. I've seen a lot of Christians in this world that have a lot of confidence in themselves. They think they're great Christians. They think they, they're good. They've got it going on. They think they're right. But when you get to the point that you think you have a lot of confidence in yourself, you start judging other people. You start looking down on them. No matter how long we serve God, we're made of the same dirt, created by the same Creator. We fight the same battles. We fight the flesh. We fight troubles. We fight trials. And no matter how long you're in church, we can never get to the point that we can say, I have arrived. If we keep ourselves humbled, and keep ourselves lowly. And put others before ourselves. And give them what they need. In this text. There's three things I'd like to go over with you tonight. And see if it will help us. In this first verse here it says. And he spake this parable unto certain which were entrusted in themselves. That they were righteous and despised others. In this text, I want you to see some things. First of all, trusting in yourself will cause you to be blind. In verse 11, he said, The Pharisee stood afar, uh, stood and prayed thus within himself. We see his pride. He, the Bible said he stood there, and there's nothing to stand and nothing wrong about standing and praying. Uh, uh, but he, in this context, this man that would not even bow his head, he would not even bend his knee, but he stood there in, in his pride. And in the text says, we see the prayer of this man was praying. Just because somebody prays doesn't mean that they're right with God. Amen. Just because somebody says a prayer doesn't mean that they are saved. Muslims pray. Buddhists pray. But that doesn't mean they're saved. This man is praying. He's got his pride before him and he's praying. 
and he, notice the powerless of his prayer. He says, and he stood and prayed within himself. That means God did not hear his prayer. Uh, that means this man prayed, never got, never got beyond himself, uh, that he was trusting in self. And does it, uh, it, it will never, it will always leave you blind when you trust in self. And that's what this man's doing. He's trusting in nothing. He, he goes to church. He, he goes to the temple. He prays. But for the first time that he prayed, he knew how to get through the formality. We know people know to go to how to church. They know the language. They know what to say. They know how to say that. But they're not saved. It's a formality without the reality of it. He's trusting in himself. Will leave you blind. It looks beyond the realm of religion. They look beyond the realm of rules. and Beyond the realm of self. They realize they need to have a personal relationship with God. Because when it comes to end of life, that's what you need is God. It's just between you and God. It's not between anybody else. When it comes to the end of life, you must have God. His prayer is powerlessly. He, he's standing there because of his pride. He's standing there in his sin of prayer. He's been to the church. He goes to his church and he's heard all the formalities that he needs to hear to remember. They say, I'm this, I'm praying this. And that's what he was doing. Trusting in yourself would leave you blind. Trusting in yourself leaves you boastful. He said in verse 11, I thank thee that I am not as other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even this publican. He's boastful in his language. You hear he said, he said, God, I thank thee that I am not like them. You would assume somebody was saying that. You would assume that somebody going to church, you would assume that somebody was praying that they were saved. You would think that if he's thanking God, he's thanking God. You would think if he's thanking God, he would know God. But never, not everybody that thinks God, not everybody that prays God, knows God. This was a prayer that he had heard all his life in church. Now he's reaping from what he's heard. He knows the language. He knows the rhetoric that needs to be said. He hasn't learned to get a hold of God. He hasn't had that relationship with God. He just knows what he's been taught throughout his years. He knows that. And we see it in churches every day. They know what to say. They know how to say it. They look this form of religion of something of God, but yet they don't have a, a relationship with God. They know what to say. Hey, you've noticed that a lot of people start talking about religion. They talk about religion. And these people that start talking about religion don't even live right. They don't know God. But if you listen to them, you would think they were saved. If you listen to what they say, you would think they attend church. You would think they know God. You would think they'd have a relationship with God. But you understand, when you start listening to them, there's no power in it. They've learned to say the things that will trigger you to think that they're Christians. 
We have Christians in the day in churches that say they're Christians. They know exactly what to say. They've learned it. So they, you would think they're saved. You would think they'd have a relationship with God. But all they're doing is trusting in what they have learned. They're trusting in themselves. And they don't know God. This man stood. He thanked God that he was not like other men. And he started listing these Things that he's not like. And I'm sure that he was not like that. I'm sure that he was probably a good man. But somewhere along the line, he lost contact with God. Somewhere along the line, he, he, did, he lost the relationship. He start, stopped walking with God. Somewhere along the line, this man got a hold of himself instead of God. Like I said, you see his list of people that he says, I'm not like, I'm not like other men are. I'm not an extortioner, I'm not unjust, I'm not an adulterer. I'm not even as this publican. Do you, you understand what, it, you know what his problem was? He was comparing himself to other people. Look, can I say this? When we start comparing ourselves to other people and we see their problems, we see their mistakes, we start thinking better about ourselves. We think we're better than that. We think we, I don't do that. I am not like that. I, I don't say that. I don't go there. I don't do that. We start thinking we're better than them. And when we start comparing ourselves to other people, we look pretty good in our eyes. But let me just say this. When you start comparing yourself to God, you don't look good at all. You look good at, you don't look good at all. So stop trying to compare yourself to other people and what they do and how they do it. Don't even worry about them. Uh, don't look at them because we get our eyes on other people and start seeing what they're doing. We get the big head and we think we're something. Compare yourself to God. And let me just say this. You'll never measure up to God. You can't measure up to God. Here this man he is. He compared himself to everybody he could think of. But when we compare ourselves to God's standard, we never measure up. We will always miss the mark. You know, and that's a good thing because that reminds us just how bad we are. We know we can never meet God's standards. We know we can never measure up to God. And that will give us something to strive for. Might come short, but we strive for it. We find a lot of flaws in other people's lives and failures in other people's lives, but we don't see our own flaws. We don't see our own failures. We're like this Pharisee. We look down on people. They don't walk our way. They don't talk our way. They don't dress our way. We start looking down on them because we're comparing ourselves to them. I'm sure that you can go uptown and you can compare yourself to a lot of people. I can take you to the homes today that you can stand there and compare yourself and you think, I am better than them. Can I remind you, God died for all. God saves all. And if it hadn't been for God's grace and mercy, where would you be at today? Where would you be at today? We, we need to stop boasting about who we are, why we are. We need to stop pointing our fingers at other people. We start looking down our nose at other people and realize that we're lost and undone just as they are. But because of the mercy and grace of God, here we sit. And, and God gives us that mercy and that grace and all God expects in return is you show that mercy and grace to other people 
showing what God has done for you. Look, we, we have different things in this world. Uh, we, we have people we like and people we don't like, but it happens everywhere you go. And people say, I, I, I love the church and I, I love this preaching, I love the singing, but it don't take long for them to find another place to go to. And it don't take them long to be in another church and they, they really love the church, they really love the preaching, they really love the singing, but something happens and now they're finding another church. That's because they're following after man, they're following after themselves and they trust in themselves instead of God. We don't give God the honor and praise in all things we do. When you, when you trust in yourself, you'll have a list as long as you're on. As long as you carry this list, we'll never merit favor with God. I don't drink, I don't smoke, and I don't chew, and I don't run with those that do. Amen? But I have a lot of other problems. <laughs> I got a lot of other things that's going on in my life. And, and if, I, if I don't focus on those things uh, that God has done in my life, and uh, I'll miss out. But I, I rather I focus on the things that has been completed in my life. There's things that um, God is still dealing with me. There's things that God's still working on. I, I can't focus on that. But I look at the things that God has done in my life, that God has completed in my life, and I look at that and say, well, Lord is still there. He's still working with me. He's still dealing with me. And just let, I, I give God the glory for what he's doing in my life I've seen over the years that when they have a relationship with God people can have a list but it's not of the things they don't do or who they are they have a list because they love God and God is still dealing with them when people just trust have a list and trust in a list they don't have a relationship with God they think they're doing okay because they, I've got a list of things I don't do. I've got a list of things, uh, uh, people that I'm not like, and they're trusting in that list. And that list is not going to do you any good. The problem with having a list, sooner or later you're going to get tired of the rules. Sooner or later you're going to get tired of the standards. Sooner or later you're going to throw that list down and walk away. They're trusting and he's trusting in himself. He's telling God, I'm thanking God. That I'm not like these people. But you and I are just like them. We're all sinners. You know, when we think of sin, we think of something vile. Vile sin. We don't think of just a little lie. We don't think that's a vile sin. We just say, hey, hey, a little white lie won't hurt anybody. Well, a lie's a lie. I don't care how big you tell it or how small you tell it, a lie's a lie. But when we look at sin, we look at it as something like an adulterer, a murderer, or these things. That's what we look at sin. You can never live righteous enough to give to heaven. All the righteousness that we could ever muster up is but as filthy rags before the eyes of God. Trust in yourself will leave you blind and make you look at people in a different way. Trusting yourself will make you boastful of who you are. But trusting in yourself will make you bankrupt. Verse 13 and 14, it says, The publican standing far off, not lift his 
up his so much as eyes unto heaven, smoked upon his breast, saying, Would God be merciful unto me, a sinner? This publican knows that he's wicked. He knows that he's sorry. He knows just how low he is. He wouldn't even lift up his head unto heaven. He beat on his chest and said, God, be merciful unto me. He's crying out to God for the blood atonement. He's crying out for that mercy at the mercy seat. He's crying out to God. I don't know how much he knew about it, but I know that he knew that, hey, if he cried out long enough and he cried out loud enough that God would hear him and God would save him and God would forgive him, he cried out. He knew about forgiveness. He knew that he was a sinner. But he knew there was nothing that he could do with himself get saved. It, he knew that the blood was the only thing that could cover it all. He cried out for the mercy of God. You know, that's the same thing that happens you and I when we get saved today. The mercy seat of God is covered with the blood of Jesus Christ. When we cry out today, that same blood is applied to our lives. That same blood gives us the mercy. This, this publican knew that he was no good. He knew that he was not, uh, uh, he knew that he was low down. He knew how sorry he was, but he understood and he's been in church and he's heard about the, uh, Jesus Christ and he said, I need that blood. I'm lost and undone. I'm crying out for the mercy of God and he cried out and God came to him. Let me just say this. I've never seen anyone that truly got saved that when he come to the altar and his heart was right and his heart was pierced, and God cried out, and he cried out for God. God touched him, and God saved him if he wants to be saved. This man wanted to be saved. This man had a problem in his life, and he knew that only Jesus Christ could solve it. In verse 14, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified. Thank God for the day that I got under the Holy Ghost conviction, saw myself that I was lost and undone on my way to hell. I couldn't save myself. I went down a sinner and came up a saint. I went down broke and came up a millionaire. I went down going to hell and come up going to heaven. Justified and saved. Jesus said that rather than the other man. The publican got heard. His prayer was heard. He got help. He got saved. He got healed. It, there was powerful prayer that he prayed, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. He didn't leave the way he came, amen? We've talked about that. A lot of us are leaving the same way we come into the house of God. He did not leave the same way he came in. He went home a different way. The publican felt good about who he was. The publican felt good about what happened in his life. He didn't feel good about himself, but he felt good about what Jesus had done for him. He wasn't trusting himself. Can you say today you got saved, you felt good about yourself? Realizing you're no longer trusting in yourself? Coming to Jesus Christ and getting saved and calling on Him, merciful be merciful to me, for I'm a sinner. 
I'm glad my salvation is not based on my feelings. But I know that I know. You don't have to be good, think good about yourself because you see yourself as God sees you, lost and undone. This publican went down, lost and undone, in church, prayed a powerful prayer, and got saved. This Pharisee that stood aside looking who he was, thinking about how good he's been, all these things he's done. He said, I even tied on all that I had. He's doing the right things. He's saying the right things, but there's no power in his prayer. There's no uh, condemnation. There's no viction in his prayer. He's doing everything right. But let me just say, just because you do everything right does not mean you're going to get to heaven. He didn't have the one thing he needed. He needed a relationship with Jesus Christ. Can you imagine these two men walking out of the temple? One knowing what happened to him in his life. And the other one Going through the same motion he's always gone. One came into the house of God, lost and undone. He left saved and on his way to heaven. One came into the house of God full of himself and left the house of God still full of himself. Can I say this tonight and not to be any kind of be bad or anything like this? If you're sitting here full of self, Get rid of it. I've seen Christians full of themselves. I, I, let me tell you, you can, sometimes you can look at them and see the prideful look on their faces about what I do. Look what I've done. Look what I'm doing. Look what I've given. It happens. This man was the same thing. He, he'd done this, this Pharisee had done the same thing. He wasn't a bad man. He just didn't have a relationship with God. The publican was a sinner and got a relationship with God. If you trust in self, if you trust in self to get you somewhere with God, you're going to miss the mark every time. You need to trust in him. We need to be more like this publican. Lord, be merciful to me for I'm a sinner. I'm no good. I'm rotten. I'm low down. But, Lord, I know where I can get it saved from you. I know the blood is still the covers all sin. I am coming to you. That's what we need tonight. Stop trusting in self. Trusting in God and giving him the glory and honor. Amen. If you're here trusting in self, I beg of you, stop trusting in self. Get into the word of God and let God lead you. Let God direct you, and he'll direct you. He'll lead you.